All right, we're live. PKN episode sixty-five. We were just talking, and Kyle was like, "Start the show." So yeah, you want to do? You were saying that you know, it's been it's been raining a lot here, and I'm sure my rain is just passing along to you. That's I, I, how weather the same weather work. system. Yeah, yeah. So it's just been. It seems like it's been seven, ten days of just inhospitable weather. You can't go outside and do outside things. And you were saying that. You know, you wanted to recharge your solar batteries, get outside, do some manual labor and feel good again. Yeah, yeah. It's partly to get it done because for people that don't know, I've got a lot of like bare wood up that needs to be covered or it'll like turn silver and it'll just be yucky. It should be okay, but it'd be yucky. And yeah. uh, I need to go out there and get some work done and protect it from the elements. Um, on top of that, I just feel good about myself when I get some shit done. And I want that too. I feel really out of it. This this whole the past week, I've been playing a lot of video games because Call of Duty came out, so I've been playing a lot of that. And then last night, I went to the midnight release of Fallout, and I picked that out, picked that up. And so I've been I played that till like four in the morning, and then I woke up, and then I played it the rest of the day. So <laughs> I've I'm like a level eleven in Fallout, and uh, you know I've I've been playing a lot. I bought um, COD for the PC, sort of maybe even on release night or something, but I haven't played it yet. And then. You guys were all playing COD for the Xbox, and I was like, well, if all my friends are on Xbox, that's what I should get too. So I got that, and while you guys were playing, I was downloading. And now it's I, pretty much ready I'll, to play it. Hey, I, I'll play some COD tonight. I'll switch off of, uh, of Fallout if you're <laughs> up for it. Um, I've, I've, so let me talk about my, my, my thoughts of COD, I guess, first, and, and maybe some of this will swing you one way or another. Um, me and Taylor have been playing, and his girlfriend, uh, have been playing a lot of We've been playing, I don't know, five hours a night, every night. And uh, we played a bunch of zombies. Um, the new zombies is, of course, very complicated. And at first I hated that. But now I see that it's a whole new... Th it's now, that now it's one-third of the Call of Duty game. So there's an entire set of fans who enjoy the puzzle-building aspect of that. And after a few videos and some trial and error, we've gotten decent at it. I think at this point we can get Pack-A-Punch and Juggernaut online. We can definitely get them in, in five or six rounds. But mm -hmm. these are these are long rounds. Like it'll be round two, and we'll be at half an hour into the game because we've been running around turning stuff on so much. But there was a big learning curve there that I think we've mastered now. So if you hop that, into zombies with us, we've got you now. It sounds good, and I would definitely want that if I were to play zombies. But I will say it doesn't sound like my cup of tea. Like, you know, I I would be that guy that shot the crawler because fuck you. I'm not in the business of doing nothing in a video game. You know, like this is COD. Don't, you can't do that. My, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well now it doesn't work. work with a crawler anymore. But, but, um, you got to leave him up and running. We'll leave yeah. the last one, but we'll just but, run him around, run around in circles. While I, some, I hear you, and, and I, I wouldn't do it, certainly not at the start. But it, there were times when it was like, you are milking this shit too long. Handle it next round or handle <laughs> it while the zombies are here because no, you know, you can't run everywhere and do everything You got to like freaking play the game like the developers meant it this to one's some got extent some unique aspects that, that force you into that So you've got like uh, this beast mode thing you mm -hmm. your character turns into this Cthulhu monster and that monster Interacts into the environment with the environment in very unique ways it can it can electrocute junction boxes and, and give power to areas it can break barriers down so you can pass through that where you normally couldn't, and it can reveal secret things on the map. So, but you only get to turn in the beast once per round per character. So you've got to utilize all three of those beast modes at times to like repel up to a building, jump down, shock a thing, smash a thing out of the way, then jump, run downstairs, power that up, and now you've got two perks. It's it's it it was very annoying at first. It it, it wasn't. Um, it didn't seem to me like it was built so that a newbie would be like, oh, this is zombies. Oh, yeah, so much fun. It, 
If I was new, I would have hated it so much. But we got it now, and I'm enjoying zombies. Um, we played Derise, the you know the the map from the old one as well, and uh, it's updated. So you know it was fun to go. I am so it. uninterested in that. Like but that's because you enjoy playing it. You know, it's, I didn't. It's just, it's just like uh, shipment on COD. You know, just going there to get the experience again. I hear you, and I, and I know that people who are real zombies aficionados love that map. It's the best one ever. Um, for me though, it Not was. My- yeah, I, I like the space one. I don't know that everyone else did. Oh. I enjoyed that because there were some places to uh, to run your rape trains or whatever. Um, I really liked the cowboy one. I forget the name of it, but that might be my favorite zombies map ever. It was a those DLC. The two I didn't, yeah, those are the two I didn't play very much. Those two in particular. I like mm. the one that was like a, a theater. Um, and you and you could really kite the zombies. That's an well. older one, right? Yeah, it, yeah. Is. I, it probably is, but that's my favorite zombies map ever. Um but so zombies, I would say they did a very good job. Mm-hmm. You will need if for for someone like you who who's you know just going to hop on a little bit. You need a guide. You really do need a friend who's like put in the time or go watch Syndicate's video. You know, mm-hmm. become one of the tens of millions who I'm sure are going to. Is he watch still that the day. guy Syndicate? Like he hasn't been passed in zombies there's, yet. There's other guys, um, the Alley A guy, I think, um, mm-hmm. and a few others who do it and get millions of views doing it, but. Um, syndicate is when I searched and I wanted to learn boom syndicates video and it's 17 minutes and it's how to get pack a punch it by round five and I'm just like all right here we go um, so zombies good job one thing uh, that multi- that happens when you're a youtuber is people feed you information like I used to do quick tips and stuff and people would send me ideas like hey Woody you know the hollow site on this changes the damage by four points I'm like oh we'll test it make a video it so in my head I was like Dude, at this point, Syndicate can, like, I don't know, make a vlog of him turning a doorknob and get 2 million views. Why would he spend 16 hours figuring out zombies? But he probably didn't. He probably I has. He... No, I because I, he, he had that video instantaneously. Like, whenever New Zealand's ready, his 17-minute video goes up teaching you how to do the thing. Like, he's had the game for a while. You think he figured it out personally? Uh, that's what he does like 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 that's what makes him so good at this like like he goes in there like some sort of fucking backwards revert he's reverse engineering this this stuff in his head somehow and figuring it out uh i get you know i and after now that i know how most of it works and i say most of it like there's a bunch i'm sure i don't understand mm-hmm. um but there's this whole ritual you have to perform and there's <laughs> slugs that you have to obtain and there are like um you know each character you have to get uh each character when you say like slug item. do you mean the insect or the ammunition I mean a slug that's about two and a half feet long and you hold in your hands and you need to... Okay, replace. like the snail with no shell, not the shotgun ammo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A holder. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a slug, like a, a, an organism, a gross, like, alien, uh-huh. nasty thing. Um, there's a lot going on. But I could see how, you know, if you just keep fiddling long enough, you just figure it out. Hmm. And that's totally what he did. Uh, multiplayer, we are sucking at badly. Really? Uh, Taylor and I both, um, we have our games where, you know, we go 5KD you know, or something. Yeah. I don't know if it gets that well. You know, we, we hmm. have our 20 and 20 and 5 games maybe every now and then. For the most part, we're really stinking it up a lot. Um, we have a lot, a lot of negative games, lots of losses. I, uh, I have already unlocked some like very advanced camo for my rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> I've shot so much. You have to get like 75 airstreaks shot down to get the camo I have, and I got it in like a couple hours. It was. Do, just, I, I, I haven't looked, but is Wings uploading a lot of cool content on COD? I haven't looked either. I've been playing. Huh. Um, I should. I, I'll check it out when we're done here. But um, I, I like the multiplayer. Um, but but we all kept saying the same thing. Is this Call of Duty? 
is this still COD? Because at the end of every round, you have the top three players, uh, like, character stands there. And, you know, everybody's got a custom character and everything. And you, you can customize the taunts and the gestures that they make at the end of the round. So you look, and there is a guy who's literally just a robot. Like, it's a human brain uploaded into a robot, and he's standing there, and he goes, full metal everything. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, some of these guys are just robot characters that we're playing against. And, you know, everybody's running along the walls. and Taylor had a and cool idea. And I watched it in a Taylor video, and he's like, I think that it would be awesome if the taunts were, like, totally customizable. Instead of being chosen, but, like, like any, like whatever the 13-year-old COD player comes up with, like, you know, <laughs> I fucked your mom yeah. <laughs> you know, at the end of every round. That'd be great. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be, and, and I'm, I was telling him I wouldn't be surprised if they figured out a way to make the characters, like, act that out. Like, wait, is that your mom, dude? Yeah, that other guy's <laughs> character is your fucking mom. Oh, God. Oh, he's fucking your mom. And he's just, like, flipping you off while he does it. That's, that's the next, that's Black Ops 4. I need that's a guy pimping something I make money off of, right? Like, you know, woodycraft.net. You know, just like <laughs> say or something like, you know, coupon code Woody on yeah. something. I wouldn't be surprised if you could. So, I don't know. We kept having that thought, that feeling that like this doesn't really feel like COD, but then you get into gunfights and stuff and you know, all that stuff's pretty much the same. I like all, I like a lot of the new weapons. It seems like there's lots of cool stuff going on and weird reload animations which are fun to watch. Lots of interesting perks that help you find enemies and help with enemy awareness. There's one that um, everywhere a, a bad guy has walked, it leaves like his footprints. You can see them, and they're slowly dissolving behind him. And then there's another one that if there's a bad guy near you, it shows you your UAV lights up, and it lets you know if it's left, right, front, or back. And you combine a bunch of those perks together, it's kind of like you've always got some sort of awareness going on. And, you know, there's a, a dead silence perk and an, uh, whatever the perk to make people's footsteps louder. We've I've been enjoying myself. The, the the specialist classes are a little much, you know. It seems like you're constantly running around with a crazy noob tube launcher or a bow and arrow. And some of the advanced ones uh, that I don't I haven't unlocked because I'm in the low twenties. Um, they look even scarier. So one of my one of the guys I have on staff was saying that he's a, he's a very strong player. He plays all the time, and he was saying that uh, he thinks that. He's like, you, you might not like it. He's like, everyone is good right now. Like, these are all the most hardcore players and such. And it's the game of the moment. He's like, maybe Fallout will pull them away or something. But uh, he was telling me that his typical lobbies are filled up with guys who have prestige or they're level 50-something. Oh. And, uh, and that they're just super strong. And I've ran into some scary lobbies. Like, that's when yeah. I get my support kills. Uh -huh. <laughs> there are some... Uh, we, we, I was in some bad lobbies. Maybe uh, I, I need to put together, like, a... I don't know the mo like the the crushing team. This is what Lozon does, or, or even Wings. You know, like L Joe Lozon's friends are animals, animals at the game, and uh, and he can go in there and just chill and never lose. Never I'd lose. like to have uh, I'd like to have a few guys to play with, but you know, it's me and Taylor, and, and neither one of us are very strong at all. Mm -hmm. uh, we need we need a good carry in most of the time. Are you playing with Chiz much? Um. Chiz played one night with us, and we played zombies, but he hasn't played again since. I don't know. He's got, like, I, yesterday when I looked, he had 17 hours in the game. He hasn't played with us. We've been playing. Uh -huh. but, but then again, like, well, I've been available most of the time, but I know Taylor is usually only available, like, late as hell at night. So yeah. He, Taylor, that's why I haven't played with him yet. It's always like, you know, hey, you guys want to play now? 
No. One in the morning. Yeah, because <laughs> I was going to say 1230, but right, yeah, because it's 1 a.m. And that's not yeah. when I start my session. Yeah, by the, time you, by the time you get to your Xbox, get your snack, and everybody gets coordinated in a lobby after it fails three times, it's going to be one. <laughs> I was telling you... Um, before the before PKN started, that uh, like I, I I've been working really hard at Woodycraft, and uh, I'm, I'm, these fuckers have me gun shy about even saying Woodycraft. I'm gonna say it fucking triple every time, like it's like a Wizard of Oz. But um, they, uh, they were just fussing at me for mentioning it. Well, fuck you. It's my life, and the show reflects it. And uh, I've been just going like late. And stuff. I'm trying to get my sleep schedule back on track. But when I'm on a roll, I'm on a roll. And I work till three. I work till five one day. And then I, you know, it's not like I'm killing it, killing it, because then I sleep until like 10 or 11. But uh, it's not cool to have your sleep schedule fucked up. Like it's, you, you don't, I don't know. It, it, it sort of subtracts from my happiness in some way. I feel a little blah. I don't feel like I'm, like, right it, now I'm, I'm going to sleep at like four or five and I'm waking up at like noon, which, it's still like seven or eight hours of sleep, but it's it just I'm missing the whole morning, and, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But it works. It, it's just what I'm on right it's now. It's funny because you know, like when you do it, you sometimes think like, yeah, this is cool. I like my sleep schedule, and I'm so fortunate to have a job that I can have this one and and stuff like that. But after five days in, you're like, this sucks. Like I'm not. I, I can yeah. yeah. I, I, something about like an adult an adult uh, sleep schedule feels good. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, if you're waking up at 8 a.m. or something like that, I know that's not super early. Plenty of factory workers and people getting up at 4, 4 a.m. and shit. But, like, you know, a good morning start, 7 or 8 a.m., if you do that for a week straight, that, something about that feels good. It feels natural. Um, I, yeah. I, and and I, I, think it, I think I'm extra, like, sun sensitive. But, you know, if, if I'm getting up at noonish. Then I'm sort of getting about, if there's a, I don't know, a better word for it. But like maybe I rise from bed at noon, but I'm not really out and like around the house or even outdoors or something till one. And yeah, that's true. You're, yeah. You're, I'm missing a lot of day. And when I wake up at eight and just sort of exist with the whole world, like it's better. I don't know. Morning's nice. So, All these times are nice. So last night I went and got Fallout and uh, I stood in the fucking line and everything. It actually wasn't that bad. It like was, a peasant? Like a peasant. Um, I think I guess it took maybe 20 minutes to get the game and get out of there, which isn't too awful bad considering how many people were there. There were a lot of people, even in my small GameStop. Uh, have you considered a Let's Play? Um, well, I just I just don't have the... So I was playing earlier, and I was thinking, like, what I'm doing right now is really entertaining. Like, like this is great. Like Because, you know, great stuff was happening in the game, and I was joking about it. And I was thinking, like, yeah, this would make a good video. But it's just... I need. I mean, I'd need a new computer just to just to even start. Like, would you I, I really? Feel like, I feel like I would because like this one renders stuff so slowly, and if I'm gonna do it, I'd want to have 1080p and 60 frames at least, uh, right? Oh, yeah, that, I I would say that that's the I, you need that. It is for me, and, yeah. and like, I I just don't think I can achieve that in any kind of a timely fashion with the machine I have now. Not if I'm gonna be making because like I've got maybe six or seven hours of playtime right now. That's all video, every bit of it. There's no reason to cut any of it out. It's all exploration and fighting legendary monsters and building weapons. And <sighs> I just feel like it'd be profitable for you, especially fourth quarter. You know, it probably the first video. I know your channel hasn't been active, so the first videos might get like thirty or fifty, and then it would trail down. But by the end, the you know, it'd be, you know, it'd certainly pay for a new computer. And um, I don't know, maybe. And then the upload thing is another thing. Like, like it. 
it, it, that pretty much doing that and like maintaining a let's play pretty much requires just killing my internet all day every day like it, it means that like any Netflix watching in the middle of the day is out of the question and there's just a lot I guess you know I could schedule upload and do it at night but there's just a lot going on that means I can't play ga games at night I don't there'll be like tons well, of time Fallout's like, not really an online game you could play that anytime you could play true. that and upload at the same time if you really wanted to you could do it right you could even do it with your current computer I think you might need a new capture card but uh, yeah. outside of that, your current computer would well, do I would, the job. I would, I would play on PC if I were going to make the videos. Hmm. Use OBS or something. Well, I, I don't know your specs. There's a chance that you might not be able to do everything you want to do. I don't think I, I don't think I can. Yeah. Because I don't think you want to like if again if, if you're going to make videos, I think you should. PC is the is the best platform for that. I think. Mm -hmm. I, um, I mean, I drop. I'm playing on Xbox One, but uh, and I, every every now and then I'll drop some frames, and I, I, there there are times when I'm like. This doesn't look as good as I bet it looks on PC, and you know, so it'd be a lot to go into, and it'd be—it's a real commitment, like editing together many hours of videos every day. I, I don't yeah. think that's. Yeah. If huh. I could do it quickly, like if if I had your internet connection, I would do it honestly. Like if it if it meant that I could upload, you know, those five videos and, you know, even four hours. If I could do five videos in four hours, I'd do it. But it's not going to be like that. It's going to be like five videos a day. 24 hours for whatever that. reason i just don't think i'm wired for that like um back when youtube channels played one game and like there was a spot for a guy like me a guy who made what i consider to be a little more insightful and or educational commentary now it's all about like the entertainment factor like of course pewdiepie is the king but there's other ways to be entertaining too you know you're entertaining taylor's entertaining um i didn't like i was watching taylor play uh uh, what's it called? Fast run or something? Help me out. Do you know oh yeah, free run. Free run. Thank you. Oops. And uh, um, I'm trying to put this right. Like, like the gameplay was completely unexceptional, right? You know, he did it. It it's not an interesting game to watch, and he wasn't. He was. It was his first time ever playing it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he had nothing planned to say, but he has delivery. And I swear he can just deliver any line and it adds a certain entertainment value to it, right? Like a, a sarcastic, you know, I'm upset that I'm dying or whatever. And it really works for him. If I'm upset that I'm dying, everyone is like, look at this guy get mad. Oh my God, so cringy. Taylor does it and it's so funny. And you know, that's why I've never done Let's Plays really by myself. I tend to do them in a group setting because I feel like it works better. It works better for a lot of people. Yeah, they could... I would like the live stream. I think that's what I would prefer more. Mm. Like if I could do that, I think I'd really enjoy that yeah, because, I mean, it's just, it's such a long format game. Like like Fallout is. Like 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 I said, I've played seven hours and I'm thinking like, would I edit any of that out? <laughs> I mean, maybe the loading screens. Like, what's that amount to? Ten minutes over the course of eight hours? Probably not much more than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I've done that for um, Borderlands. I just played the. Uh, is I think I like Borderlands more than the other PKA guys, especially the the last one. I don't think any of us like that much. I didn't like that. Yeah, but the one, the two before that, I like both of them, and I played that all the way through on a live stream, and it went pretty well. It was just like, I don't know, something about the expectations of my viewers was in line with what I wanted to give. You know, they were ready to just watch me play or whatever. It seems like when I play Minecraft, it's like. Is he even reading the chat? Because he missed the thing I said. And uh, it's like, yeah, you're going to have to fucking chill here. You know, like a, if this isn't what you want, go to another one. But in Borderlands, like everything was synced up. Like, hey, I'm playing this game. I'm, I really like it. 
if you really like it too, you can watch me play. And maybe with Fallout that would work. I don't know. I've really enjoyed this Fallout. I, I think um, so. The the uh, the shooting aspect of it, the the gunplay is much improved. It feels a lot more like Call of Duty and a lot less like it used to, which was awful. I've, it was so hard. You're the expert. I shouldn't even be interrupting. I'm sorry. But I read that one of the reasons for the VAT system was to kind of make up for a horrible gunplay yeah. controller thing. Like they, yeah. They're like, all right, you, you can't... I've read that too. Oh, have you? Yeah. And in this one, you could play it like, a, like, like Borderlands almost if you wanted to, you know, where you just shoot... And run and gun and that's is still like you know it's still what of what helps your character like squeeze through those moments when you are you're outgunned and outgunned and surprised but the uh it's definitely a lot more like operating a gun in call of duty now than uh and the sights are like it used to see it seemed like they were like too many pixels wide the site was and you were like i don't know if i'm on the guy or not now this nice pristine needle in most cases mm-hmm. um, and there's lots of different kinds of weapons a lot just like borderlands how like you know, you could add a muzzle device to every weapon or a, a bigger magazine to every weapon or a different stock to every weapon. And it would, when you combine all those different combinations, you'd get like millions of guns. It seems like the same thing is present in, in, in Fallout. And you can customize them, you can build them yourself, disassemble them. Um, there's a crafting aspect to pretty much every component of the game, whether it's armor or guns, or uh, it, it seems like you can, you can build your own settlements, which I haven't started yet. Uh, but I, I've really enjoyed it. And they've got legendary creatures now. So the harder the difficulty you play on, the more likely you are to encounter a legendary version of whatever creature. And when you kill a legendary version, he usually drops some legendary loot, a unique item of some kind, some special wrench or hmm. uh, some special gun. And uh, I've, I've been like creeping through the woods thinking what a badass I am with my new armor, my new cool machine gun. And all of a sudden something hits me in the back and half my health's gone. I turn around expecting like a mire lurk or uh, a death claw and it's a deer. It's a legendary class, like rabid deer, and he <laughs> headbutts me again, and I'm dead. Um, huh. So I've had fun. I, I'm really. Enjoying you know what it. I really want to play? I want to play COD on that like realistic mode. That's what I've I been wanna... doing that too. I played uh, through the first level of that. Um, so it's um, in, they, as in co-op. How many people can play co-op? Two or four? I, that I don't know. Four would be awesome. Uh, two would definitely be easier than one because as soon as you get take a bullet, you're dropped. Um, the way they do it, though, you know, you think like, wow, that must be impossible. But whenever you lay eyes on an enemy, um, it seems like he has like three quarters of a second to that it'll take for him to aim and shoot you. So you just have to be a little bit faster than him, and you'll you'll be okay. You just have to be like, oh, there he is, and if. And if you realize you've been standing for three quarters of a second in full sight of an enemy, it's time to duck and crouch and get out of the way and let him forget about you for a moment. I got I didn't get that far in. I played for maybe an hour. I almost completed the first like chapter of the game, I think, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is hard, um, but it's not impossible. So I'd like to do it, yeah. Yeah, that that's one of the things I'm looking forward oh. to most. I wish we could, I was going to play it by myself on PC just to get the the controls down, sure. Pat. And then uh, I thought I'd play more PC multiplayer, but we'll see where it goes. Right now, I'm just working. Yeah, the um, the the storyline. I don't know much. You know, I just played through the first half of the first chapter or something like that. But there's like torture right out of the gate, and and you're in there to extract this guy who's being tortured. But then you leave all these other guys behind who are being tortured. They're like, no, stick to the mission priorities, and you just and you just leave them behind, getting waterboarded and burned with blow torches. <laughs> I felt awful. Um. It, it continues on the Black Ops storyline from before. 
Um, I totally don't understand that storyline, and I hate it. And something about, like, uh, long-time listeners will hate to hear this again, but the fucking color palette made me hate it alone. Like, it just some gritty Vietnam brown shit. I'm like, I don't want to play this. I, I'm not sure if I finished Black Ops. Black Ops 1, I finished. Black Ops 2, I think I finished. Black Ops 3, I didn't even touch. Fuck that. I, I, think, I've, I think I've beaten them all. Well, no, um, I have it wrong. I think Black Ops 1 I finished, 2 I didn't touch. Which is the one where you had to like push the flaming barrel down the hill? Do you know? Um, into a village or something? That seems like 2. But There was like a... Uh, what do they call the trenches? Like trench warfare type thing? Yeah. And uh, I advanced like all the way down to the trench like 250 times and died. Until someone told me I had to push the barrel and then light the trench on fire. And uh, I finished that one, and I think that was one, and then I didn't play Black Ops 2 multiplayer at all. Well, I, uh, I've i only played a little bit of this. It's super futuristic, of course. Um, you know, lots of cybernetic parts on soldiers and stuff, and there's lots of backstory and exposition right there at the beginning. Uh, but you're in Mogadishu, or no, Somalia. I think you're in Somalia. Uh, that's how it starts out. I have no, there's, I don't understand the timeline or who's who anymore, and I don't really care. It doesn't really matter to me anymore. Um, you know, there's, it's been two years since since Black Ops Two. Three. So it's three. Okay. I guess. So I've, I've lost counter, track. Yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. and. and to me, Call of Duty storylines aren't nearly what Halo, Gears of War, and, I, and other games are. It's not critically acclaimed, but the modern warfare, warfare storyline, I loved. Loved, loved, right? The, so everyone loved the COD 4 one, and I agree that it was very good. For whatever reason, for me, the Modern Warfare 2 one was even better, you know? And, and when Ghost, I'll say it, when Ghost died, it was like, you can't kill Ghost? Like, I, I kept waiting, like, he's going to stay dead? No, that, no way. You know, like it, it certainly was a prickly situation, but I'm expecting Ghost with the damn mask and everything to come back all scarred and, you know, from that fire. Still no, no return of Ghost. Yeah, he really seems pretty no. dead. I'd, yeah. Price came back, but Ghost, no. And, um, yeah, Price was in COD too. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he's a durable guy. And then when um, Modern Warfare 3 came out, I love that one too. Right? Isn't that the one where you stab him with a knife at the very end or something? That's the one, that's the one where at the very end you're like, let's go get some payback. And you like show up in the juggernaut suit yeah. with, like, with the oh, grenade launcher that. and the big machine gun. Yeah, I love too. that a, like, a lot. And then, like, you, that was... and then you hang Makarov or whatever, you know, the main villain. Yeah, you like yeah. hang him from the... Not, yeah. not just hang him. He falls like 28 stories and then hangs. Like yeah. it's, it's fantastic. I really like that storyline. I, I caught or I my, Call of Duty in general and Modern Warfare you know, along with it isn't regarded as this great storyline. Like the great storylines belong to, well, Halo comes to mind. Yeah, that's um, sure. Gear, Gears, I think too. Maybe um, Gears, Mass, some, Mass Effect games like that. Mass um, Effect. Some people feel that way about God of War. Um, yeah, that's a good story. I, I've I've only I played, played it. One, yeah. I played God of War three, I think, but uh, which may be the last one. For me, like the the Modern Warfare story arc, uh, it, I liked it a lot. You're right, actually. Now that I think about it, I, I like this. I liked each of those stories and the Infinity Ward Call, Call of Duties. Those, those were good. I, I didn't play the Advanced Warfare one. A lot of people didn't love it, but I, I don't know. I didn't get very far in it. Um, I, I think I might have beaten Ghosts. 
Uh, I think that's the one where there's like a, an orbital weapons platform with uh, or something like that involving going to space. So I, I remember that, but I don't know. There's so many fucking games. I get foggy about which one's which. Hmm. But uh, but this the new one's good. Um, I, I've, been, I've only played a little bit of the campaign, but that realistic mode's a cool thing. Um, I, I would be willing to do some of that. But uh, but yeah, lots of lots of gaming the last few days. Played tons of COD and uh, and tons of Fallout in like the last 24 hours. I've just been doing. Uh, mostly sysadmin type stuff, a little bit of coding on Woodycraft. And well, whenever you want to, uh, if you want to play some zombies or some multiplayer or whatever, uh, let us know and I'm sure we can make it happen. Let's make a decision on the, sh- on the show. Are you ready? So I got a text from Chiz. It says, so Jason Somerville, professional poker player, can only do tomorrow, not Thursday. What do you guys want to do? Um... I've never heard of Jason Somerville. That's me, the thing. His face. Yeah. So a pro poker player. I'm not sure if he's filled with incredible stories or. Huh. So he's 28. He's a New Yorker. He has a Wikipedia page. He's won 3.9 million in live tournaments. He's got a bracelet. Um, so he's very good at poker. Yeah. Tomorrow, huh? What's today? Yeah, he's the first and only gay high stack high stakes poker player. He's found great support from both the poker community and the media outlets, including Perez Hilton and The Advocate. I don't know who The Advocate is. Um so well, I, I don't care about him as a guest to be honest, but I'm willing to do the show tomorrow. Yeah, that's where I am too. I, I, I or I don't know, I'm a little I definitely the fact that he's openly gay, I think would have been interesting like five or six years yeah, ago. Yeah, right. Right. I, I was, but, oh, oh, the only I'm like, bullshit. Like 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 he's not the only gay one, the gay guy that plays I don't, poker. It I, says he's the only openly gay high stakes poker. Okay. But um, I don't. To me, like nowadays, that's about as interesting as like he's the first openly blonde, you know. I see, like, like yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I, like when when everybody was making a big deal out of that uh, NFL player who was uh, openly gay, I was just like, I don't fucking care. Like, what's the big deal? What's what's the big deal? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't get it. Um, it is. I would be more impressed if he had three bracelets than just one in being gay. <laughs> uh. You know, he's going to be the woman of the year at some point. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner, the guy who's the woman of the year. Oh, never mind. I know what you're going for. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'll be down to do it tomorrow. Um, you know, if you get him on uh, if, if you want. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do either. I guess part of it depends on Taylor. Um, I'm not sure he's available tonight. Is he still working a day job? Uh, I'm not sure what Taylor's doing. Uh, but Is it a secret? Know. Do you know? I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't know I ha- either. I have, I have, I have all kinds of secrets, but, 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 but none from Taylor and uh, none yeah. from, yeah. I literally don't know if he's still working a normal like daily job, um, but I do know that he seems to invite me to play at one a.m. a lot, <laughs> implying maybe he's a full time YouTuber. I don't know. I, um, I saw. I, I, I'm not sure what he's doing. I haven't asked him really, but. Uh, but yeah, I'm willing to do the show tomorrow night, and uh, I I honestly just don't care about having that guy's guest. Like, he, 
I don't see how a guest could make the show worse, really, as long as we don't get bogged down in some silliness with him. Um, but, you know, having a guy could be a positive. I just don't think it could be a negative. So I'm willing to bend and, and get him in there if we can. <sighs> I'm stressed. I'm looking over to the side here. Um, Woodycraft is not being attacked right now, but the data center we reside in is, and that's creating issues for Woodycraft, and it's just like... I, I don't, maybe it's just the rain and the, my sleep schedule having me down, but I kind of feel like I'm driving and every light is red. It's just like, fuck, you know, like it, everything seems to be hard right now. And, uh, you, I, so I want to like update the ticket I have with the real, with the data center and, um, their website is pretty much down, which makes sense that they'd host their own website. But it's like, yeah, I can't even ask them like, what the fuck? Because, you know, they're, they're down. Yeah. But, um, so that's fuck all red lights for me lately. I know how it, it, I know how that can feel. It's, it's annoying when, yeah. When you, yeah, when that happens. It's, yeah, you put it pretty well, the, the red light. Life is really tough. Sometimes I just want to go downstairs in my mansion and watch a 100-inch TV. <laughs> and curl up under a blanket by the, by the natural gas fire. Under the bear skin of the bear that you had slaughtered last year. <laughs> we thought about bear skin too. And it wasn't bear skin. It was, uh, I think it was a cowhide. Like Let's it go get a bear skin. That'd be cool. I I'll, I'll go on that trip if we're going to kill a bear and you're going to get the skin and you're going to put it on your floor. That'd be cool. It would be cool. I, I got a bear gun over there. Yeah. <laughs> Can you see it without moving? Fuck yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Kyle, man. Like, yeah. I, let me see. Is there anything around here that'll kill a bear? Yeah, that, that, or that would do. <laughs> yeah. I have a shotgun. I, you can definitely kill a bear with a slug. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's I think a, I'd want to shoot it. I, I'd probably shoot something a little bigger than what I thought was necessary. Um, it, if you're going to shoot a grizzly bear, I guess, which is what I'd want to do. I'd want a giant one. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even know what the hunting regulations for grizzly bear are or where you go to do it or any of that stuff, but I feel like I'd want a big, powerful rifle, and I'd want to shoot that thing from pretty fucking far away. I don't want any case of, like, any chance of me, like, winging it, and it comes, like, hauling ass toward me, and I shoot again, and it, like, ricochets off its three-inch thick skull, and then I'm being mauled. I'm only going I by... I saw a TV show, and I think I mentioned this... I know I mentioned to you, I don't know if I mentioned it to the show, but uh, a regular guy who had never been outdoorsy went to visit someone who lived off the land in Alaska. And this guy like trapped rabbits for the bulk of his food source and stuff like that. But it attracted bears all the time because he had like skinned rabbits hanging uh, from like, I guess their feet on a rope or something. And uh, um, so the bear was coming around like causing trouble and he used a shotgun. And I just think to myself, like, this is a guy who would have the right tool on hand for the job. Like, he didn't seem broke. Like, it is an inexpensive lifestyle, but, you know, he was, uh, like, I'm sure he'd have any, you know, whatever gun he felt was right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm sure the shotgun would be good for, like, bear self-defense or whatever. But I feel like if you're going out hunting one, like, you know, and he's long range, you might want a, a rifle. So you could shoot him at two or 300 yards. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, just 
Just searching here. What the? All right. Oh man. Why? Why a listicle? So, three seventy-five Ruger. Three seventy-five something else. Four fifty Marlin. Uh, let me see. Yeah, these are all big, big calibers. It was a Winchester Model seventy. Uh, four fifty Marlin. That seems like a really big gun. Um. 375 Remington 700. Oh, and a 12 gauge Remington 870, which is what I have. This is a pistol. It's a 357 Taurus Tracker. I don't know that I'm. I'd rather have a 44 Magnum. 10 millimeter Glock. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Um, I've heard that being used as well. Yeah, not for hunting, but more for bear self defense. Now here's a a 44 Magnum, another pistol. Uh, or 454, and then a Smith and Wesson 500. I guess if you're gonna have a pistol, that would be the one. But um, I'd rather have the 44 Magnum. I get one more extra shot and a lot of controllability. That 500 is. Clung! Oh, I missed. Clung! Oh, I missed it. My hand hurts. Clung! Oh, I dropped it. Where'd it go? Like, <laughs> I, this just kicks so much. So annoying. I, I, I'd, I'd want a rifle, uh, and maybe even a semi-automatic rifle. Like in my head, I'm thinking like my AR-10. You know, it's big, twenty-round magazine, twenty-five-round magazine. Get an extended mag maybe for it. I got a fifty. I got a fifty-round magazine for that thing. Uh, you know, and it's three oh eight and semi-automatic. You know, I could triple tap with three oh eight faster than I could shoot something with a three seventy-five H and H Magnum and bolt action and get another one in there. I don't know. Um, I've never done any bear hunting. Need a lever action. Maybe. That's, what maybe. was that show we watched? What one man can do, another can do. Uh yeah, the edge. Yeah, uh, it just I, seemed like they'd use a lever action, don't you think? He did have that lever action at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know. I'm a I'm a sucker for the lever actions. There's a um a gun show in my area in like ten days. I might go. I might I go like and gun shows. Treat I like going. Myself. I like going and uh, getting the weird oddball stuff that they have at those things sometimes. I like memor like if you go to Knob Creek, there's some like Nazi stuff, like mm -hmm. the uh, SS officer hat. There'll be one of those and some Hitler youth knives and shit like that. And I like to I like that stuff. You know, um, it's funny. If you had talked to me five years ago, it'd be like Hitler stuff, Nazi stuff, like <laughs> how dare you touch it? Your skin <laughs> should burn. I picture a death from you uh, for you from Ladies of the Lost Ark or something, right? Like, <laughs> like, my, like my face melts like play <laughs> That's what you get. Now it's like Look, it doesn't make me a Nazi to to find a piece of history really interesting. Like, yeah, there was a guy who held this who was terrified at one point. There was a guy who held this who was brainwashed, right? Like somebody put this on their side and it gave them an immense amount of pride and identity and they were like warped. And, and I'm just as interested in like US stuff or Japanese stuff or Russian stuff. I have a Russian um, Mosin Nagant. And um, I think mine was made in 41. I'm not positive, but I, I, in my memory, it was 1941. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it might have been 42. But like the war ended in 45, is that right? So I'm like, there's no way the Russians, who were famously short on rifles, right, kept this thing in a closet from 1942 to 1945, oh, right? This thing definitely was in a soldier's hands. Maybe a couple of them. Right? That thing about like everyone gets bullets and every other person gets a rifle, and then when your partner dies, just grab his rifle and go. Like, 
there's a, a, a like that could have actually happened with the rifle I have in my safe. Yeah, maybe. And there's I, a I see um like um the the Lugers the German Luger uh, officer pistols sometimes <laughs> they have the they have the swastika uh, marks they're expensive. on them and the, the eagle and everything, um and I've seen them with uh with blood spatter rust on them uh there's a there's a lot of cool stuff out there uh, that like, adds to it right and, and it sounds morbid stuff but just like. You know, shucks, I get attached to a truck if it pulls something heavy because it, like, it did a thing. It's been there. Like, these yeah. these weapons that served in war, <coughs> uh, especially, I, I, I really don't mean to put down, like, current wars or something, but I feel like the U.S. has been pub stomping for a while now, right? Like, look, Afghanistan is tough and Iraq is tough and I get that. But Battle of the Bulge, like, World War II, we didn't know if we were going to win. You know, like some of these other ones, Vietnam, we didn't win. Like when, and I know it's because of the rules of engagement and stuff, but something about the struggle that it was in, you know, like the, and the, I don't like these guys were like, uh, had trench foot and shit like that, that kind of struggle no, and hardship that it went through I'll adds to the lore on old stuff. I'd like to have one of each of the rifles. Eric might might actually ask him next time I see. Oh, the World War Two, like the Asaka, the M1 Garand, and the, the, Mosin the, the yeah, Gaunt. the Arasaka, um, each of the bolt guns, the Mosin. Um, I don't know what the Italians had. Yeah, it'd be cool to have each of each. My father-in-law had the Arasaka, and I had a Mosin Nagant, and I'm like, ooh, like you put these together, I'm just like an M1 Garand, and I didn't think of the Italians, but uh, I'm like I'm just an M1 Garand away, and uh, but then they sold it, which is. Completely within their rights, you know. Even though I, I wish that I had a chance to buy it. Um, I don't know if the Garand would be the one to compare it to. Maybe the Springfield, like the bolt gun. If you're if you're comparing bolt guns, because the Garand, you know, it's the one that's got that clip that you put uh -huh. in there as carefully as you can, so you don't lose your thumb and get Garand thumb. And maybe you're right after eight rounds. Um, but having all the bolt guns isn't terribly expensive, especially the Russian one. And yeah, the Russian one's cheap. Um, I think I was asking about this one time. There's a couple of them that are a little expensive, but I don't remember which ones. You know, Maybe the Arasaka. The Mosin Nagant wouldn't be a crazy pick for a bear rifle. It's a big, heavy shell you're throwing down lead, like downrange. Maybe you can correct yeah, me. It, it's okay. I mean, I, 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 well, I'm thinking like maybe if you had some hollow points for it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it would it would get the job done. I. My thing with a predator, though, like a bear, like I want to be sure. Like there's a lot of things. Like I think I'm pretty confident I could go out there with my AR-15 and shoot him in the head. But like what if I fuck up and just it goes goes in his ear and my gun jams and then I'm mauled again. I've seen what happens when those people get mauled. I, I, I watched the Grizzly Man uh, diary thing where like he'd been living with him forever and then he brings his girlfriend out there and she gets her period or something. And then they just eat him alive right there. <laughs> and it's just awful. Like I don't want to be eaten alive because that's what they, they just, they're just ripping you apart and eating you and skin being flayed. And, and I want to hammer that fucker into the ground. I don't want him to even know he got shot. I just want... 200 grains going 3,000 feet per second and I want I want to shatter shoulder bones and I want hearts to explode I, I don't want him to get up from what I do 50 cal the trouble I mean, with maybe my yeah. 50 cal because you'd have no to get on target around. with mine like, I feel like I could carry it around like I could carry it with two hands and stuff it would suck but it's heavy but when it came time to aim it like way out in front of me that's awful yeah you want a bipod for that bad boy um 
<clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know if you're gonna, and it's probably one of those things where if you actually went on a hunt, it would be gui- semi guided, and you go out there in an ATV and like and that sort of thing. Yeah, if I'm but, really 200 yards away and I get to shoot it across from the field, my 50 cal is a great choice. If yeah. if you're afraid that it might find you before you it find before you find it. <laughs> It's really hard. I, I, someday when you come over, you'll have to give a shot at shouldering it. Uh, you may have better technique than me or, or be stronger and be able to do it. But I think that I, whatever the strength gap is between us, this gun is more than that. All right. I want to see it. I want to try it. I want to shoot it, too. Um, I, honestly, I would probably take my 338 Lapua or, um, or I'd get another barrel for uh, my uh, Desert Tactical rifle that is the three three seventy five H and H or something. Because right now I've just got the fifty BMG barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'd probably the three thirty eight Lapua and, and get some specialized hunting ammo for it. And, and I got a bolt one and a semi auto. I don't know if I trust the semi auto with my life, so I'd probably take the bolt bolt action gun. I know it's gonna work. Yeah, yeah. Gun talk. Yeah, I haven't spent any. Money. I bought some pocket stuff recently. I bought oh, a some um, everyday carry stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember. I think I talked to you about this already. My watch came in. Got this. Got this pimpin' watch. I got two of them. Uh, this is so cheap. It's funny. Part of what got it into my head was Harley. Remember, I talked about the the winnings for Dance On, and uh, yeah. for, for people who don't remember, I think Kyle does. It was thirty seven five. Uh, let me think. Seven five, seven thousand five hundred. That was appearance fees, and twenty five grand was for winning first place. And um, wait, wait. So it was thirty two five, maybe. Anyway, uh, uh, whatever it was, I uh, I mentioned it. I, I used it, and, and then I think I owed like sixty on my house, and like that, along with some savings, was enough for me to like pay off my home loan. And Harley was like, you should have bought a watch. <laughs> <laughs> and um, something about that. It was like, you know, I've kind of wanted a watch lately. Like I find that I know you have your phone on you all the time. Uh, not you, but like the world has a phone on them all the time. And there's that. But like getting a phone out of your pocket and turning it on and looking at it is a much different ordeal than like just t- tilting your witch. I, your, your I like wrist. it as a piece of jewelry. Like, like, I, I, I like mine solely as a piece of man jewelry. I feel like it's one of the few acceptable pieces of, of male jewelry. I'm not going to wear a bracelet. I'm going to wear a necklace or an earring or anything like that or a ring. That's just not me. But I like my watch. I, I like how it looks and, you know, I, I, I like what it is and I like it's, you know. I stopped wearing my wedding ring because uh, I was doing so much construction work. This can be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And my wife never cared. Um, you know, I, I, <laughs> at first I wasn't going to wear it. And then like 20 years ago, my coworkers gave me tons of shit. Like I was a cheater for not wearing it. So I started wearing it, but bowing to peer pressure and I wore it for a long, long time. And, uh, and I just like, I don't know with, with moving here, it seems like any given day <coughs> I could be working with a tractor or a hammer or whatever. And it's, it's it's dangerous. I don't want it. Like like I, I, I won't even show it because it's such a like a baby boo boo. <laughs> but like just working on the the top of that motor the other day and and just just working an air rash and it jerked and it like you know it just you know little things happen. Yeah. And if it and if there's a ring there to get caught by something, then it can do some awful things. It can break your finger. It can deglove you. I've seen those things get melted to the bone. Like uh, you know they get shorted out. So one way it connects mm-hmm. the circuit. It's a just it's a chunk of gold, nothing more conductive than that, and it, it, it melts down. 
Uh, lots of bad things can happen when you've got a hard thing there that doesn't give against your flesh and bone. You it's dangerous. Ripped. If you're Scott an accountant, was jumping over a fence once and it got kind of hung on the fence and it, it didn't break his finger, it didn't tear it off, but it dug in very deeply and made a, a nasty cut. You know, it wasn't a cut. It was it was like it just like dug in until the skin was that happened to me. Separated. It was I forget. It was like two years ago or something. But yes, yeah, something pulled on it hard enough that I got like have to gloved like there was it wasn't a cut it was like it got pulled apart it didn't Bush a slice just looks different right this would you know it was like yeah if that were more severe and it a lot had, of soft tissue damage that went in that kind of an injury it just ached forever it, it seemed it, like it it was a mess and <laughs> you know so anyway it healed up fine and stuff because it, it was just for me skin deep but if you get to gloved it's a big deal that's what happened to um jimmy fallon Jimmy Fallon got degloved, and he, you know, he had that thing around his finger for a long time. He got degloved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe you don't know, but it happened like I'll call it nine months ago, and um, skin took all the skin off his finger. A finger, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Fuck yeah. that. It also, Fuck I think, it hurt his wrist and such too. Like I, I forget the. I nature. remember he had that brace on, and then I looked at it the other night and noticed that he wasn't articulate. He wasn't bending it at all. Oh. Um, yeah. And, apparently, uh, he had like. All the king's horses and all the king's men looking at it, and and any normal person might have lost their finger in that situation. But uh, one, he's wealthy, and two, I think he's in New York City. Does that sound right? Yeah, he's yeah. making like four. I think he's making four or five million a year right now off but the Tonight Show. Anytime you're in one of those like major metropolitan areas, there's a good chance that you've got like the world's best medical care. And, yeah, uh, some sort of small digit specials specialized surgeon was right there on task. Yeah, yeah. His, finger rotted away yeah <clears throat> what know, a horrible injury I, I i don't i don't wow what a horrible injury i don't want anything like I, that uh, you know i <laughs> i feel like i've been getting crap on the subreddit like i forget someone started oh i interrupted skyrim talk right did you see this at all mm -hmm. yeah so i interrupted skyrim talk and in my head i did the exact same thing that merc has done many times um i even used his doubloon lines you know how many gold doubloons you have or something like that and uh, I kind of did like a Merca impression as I cut off Skyrim talk. And they just went like ballistic on the PKN. I was like, all right, yeah, that's kind of the nature of it. And then someone else posted some, I guess someone asked me what the IP address of Woodycraft was. And they're like, scumbag, Woody, money whoring it, whatever. And it, it's a joke. I get that it's a joke. But it's also like <coughs> the way these fucking dickheads talk to me. They're real awful. assholes. They were trying to say that I made up that story about um, someone coming to our, our Halloween party dressed as Kanye West and Kim Kardashian because they found some news article of some other guy who did it. <laughs> and it's just like, do you realize these are two of the most popular people on the planet? And my story happened like three fucking years ago. Like, I got some pictures from that Halloween party on Facebook. I could probably go dig them up. But like this dude came, blackface, the glasses and all. Uh, the girl was the, the friend that we had and she was lagging around like a baby like literally dragging on the floor and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, um... I, got witness, I got witnesses for my stories. <laughs> I like, 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 there are some of them where like, I, I go to the people who are around and I'm like, if anyone ever asks, I, I might have to come back to you because people won't believe like when I, <laughs> when I fought the pig with a knife, I was like, five witnesses, not bad. All right, this was a good one. <laughs> like, like, like everybody saw it. They got, everybody knows what happened. I am... Um... I watched a video today and it, it talked about being famous and uh, 
it was like, you know, you, you think fame is going to get you this or that. Like, you know, your comfort and feelings are of the utmost importance. You walk in, everyone instantly knows you, this and that, and et cetera. And it lists all these, like, upsides of being famous. And they're like, but, you know, people shoot you down. They treat you like shit, this and that. And the idea of sympathy for the famous, and God, not that famous, but it is, is laughable, right? It, it, it's like worrying about the sadness of a tyrant, you know? If you heard that... I can't even think of a bad tyrant now. Who's the guy from Syria? Al-Assad or something like that? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, if you hear that he's sad today, you're like, fuck you. I don't give a shit. I think you'd think the same thing about like Kim Kardashian or Justin Bieber or Notch or whatever. Like, It's always like, oh, are you having a rough day? Do you not like this? You're rich and famous. Fuck you. Like, like You don't get a, a, a drop of empathy because, you know, like this much is going well for you so so fuck off everything else and uh i was like all right i get that i get that and that's how at least people in this little community probably see me like they don't want to hear that i didn't like some like whatever i I don't know how many people gave me shit on the the subreddit like you know 150 people or something like that um it's nothing like I, i should just be ignoring that and uh and to some extent i do but obviously i'm talking about it right now uh that all popped in my head as I was talking about Jimmy Fallon because there's this big thing about him getting drunk and getting injured. Like it's happened a bunch of times. Like he's missing shows. Uh, it, apparently he drinks to get drunk and hurts himself. He, he, when he injured his finger, he was drunk. And uh, it's happening at these parties. And I'm like, ah, I feel like I am doing to him exactly the sort of thing that people would do to us talking shit <laughs> so anyway i uh i didn't know that he did that i i'd like i'd be interested to know what other injuries he's received while like drunk being drunk and like I, and like what is he doing like is he doing like some jackass stuff like or or are they just like is he just tripping over his dog it it, it depends you know did he try to jump a jet ski into a like backyard swimming pool or did he trip over a dog and fall into a hedgerow um, of course, so, I don't fucking care anyway. They're paying him $4 million a year to do the Tonight Show. He don't need hands. Let's see. And um, amputee Jimmy would be funnier, I think. According to a report, NBC execs are worried Jimmy Fallon's drinking is getting out of control. He's injured himself three times in four months in partying-related incidents. He's a mess, they said of the 41-year-old star. Everything you heard about his behavior is true. Um, there's so much money at stake. The pressure is enormous. He's young. He's learning. But you forget he hasn't been working in showbiz for 10 years. Uh, I'm looking for, like, the catalog here. I thought Jimmy was has been on SNL forever, though. Since he was, like, a young guy, I thought. Maybe. Um, he was, he's like, really come... fresh-faced, like 20. First, he was hospitalized for badly hurting his hand. He tripped and caught his fall. Good thing. Ring caught on the side of a table and almost ripped his finger off. Okay, so that's one. Days later, uh, he crip- he chipped his tooth, <laughs> chipped front tooth, trying to open a tube, a tube of scar tissue re- repair gel. All right, for his finger. <laughs> yeah, and then he was hospitalized last week when he injured his hand again when he tripped and fell holding a bottle of Jaeger at a <laughs> at a party at Harvard University. I, I, I don't know. I well, I think for, first of all, the the chip 
the tooth chipping thing seems silly because he was just trying to open a bottle of something with with one hand. It sounds like because the other one's all fucked up and the tube's clearly for his fucked up hand. Um, it sounds like there's two, not three. Yeah, and, and I don't, you know, the, the ring getting caught on the table seems like such a freak accident. But there's no way to explain away, like, well, he was walking around with a bottle of Jaeger and tripped. Well, like, the first one, too, was he, he was at a party and he fell and tried to grab, tried to save himself. That, oh, man, that would just hurt. If you so get much. a guy who's already known for drinking too much and say, well, he tried to catch himself. When's the last time you fell indoors? I run up and down my basement stairs quite a bit, so a lot, but, but that's different. Um, I, fall, I fall down the stairs a lot, actually. Like, like once a week, I fall down the stairs. Mm. <laughs> I, uh, well, that's a I lot. Hurt my, I, I sprained my ankle on that trip to Texas. Like, I kept jumping off the tank and like, catching myself. Like, you, know, you land on your toes and kind of cushion. And uh, the, like, the ligament that runs up my foot to my shin, I guess I tore it. So now if I try to point my foot downward, it is so excruciating i cry out it's 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 just awful i remember so i was working as an accountant and uh, my father and his partner his partner's a little older than him so but i'll say they were like 50 and 54 you know i don't know something like that and uh actually i don't know who's older but say those are the two ages and it was cold and like icy out and mm. to watch them walk to their cars they look like such old men and maybe you can like get this like something about your parents just don't age right like you you see them and obviously they do age and stuff but it's maybe once every 10 years when you sort of like open your eyes and be like oh he did get older i guess you know like yeah and uh, it was one of those moments because they were just sort of like hunched back super ultra careful walking on the slippery ground meanwhile i'm like 19 you know like i get a running start out the door and just slide with no skates on you know like yeah. and uh um now i realize like oh i get what it is it's because the penalty for falling is way different dude I, I i'm pretty i've had a bad week so i've been i've had the chest uh congestion head congestion like flu thing going on for i guess 10 days now something like that i'm getting better now um but then i my ankle started hurting until it got so bad that i had to like uh like wrap it up and like elevate it for a day and then the next morning I get in the shower and I'm coughing, like really, you know, when you've got ch a chest cold or something like that, as soon as you wake up and get in the shower, you're hacking and coughing for like the first 10 minutes trying to get the, the fucking phlegm out of your <laughs> airway. So I'm like bent over, like coughing, hacking my, my lungs out. And I feel the whole left side of my back fucking spasm and, and like, like, um, what's the word? Um, when it just seizes and like convulses together and, and doesn't release. I, I don't know how Cramp. to describe it, but it cramped and the whole left side of that big muscle that goes up the whole your back just cramped and it made a pop noise when it did it and i just went ah! <laughs> because now like even the smallest modicum of like movement from that muscle group is excruciating so i'm just like all right let's get the soap off let's get the soap off and then we'll we'll go get some help we'll go get some help and and it was that took two days before it, it like coughing wasn't a real problem and, and like moving around wasn't bad and it started to get better now but yeah i've had a i feel like an old man week i feel like i'm Dude. my girlfriend's like you're falling apart on me baby i've got <laughs> like i've got the opposite so so get this when it comes down to ejaculation it, <laughs> what, what, wet the, dreams like you're going backwards what <laughs> The real reason I stopped doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, well, partly because I started working super hard at Woodycraft. There we go again. Um, it was partly that 
like I was always kind of injured. Like it seemed like it was just a nonstop injury fest. And in particular, it was my neck, right? There'd be some guy who went for neck cranks too often and you can either instantly lose or try to power through it in some way. And I, I just wasn't gifted with like a really big, like thick neck or anything. If anything, I might be on the, the narrow side of normal. I don't know. But uh, my neck always hurt when I did Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And I'd always kind of like, you have to do one of these like no neck. You call me like, yeah, what's up, bro? And my wife would make fun of me. And after I stopped doing jits, I wouldn't say I got to 100%. Like it just kind of hurt at the edges. You should totally see a chiropractor. When do you get the new glasses? Uh, I think the next appointment is this week or next. So it's like this year, but. You should go see the chiropractor the same day you get the glasses. You, and, so and let me get, finish get, the story though. So let me finish the story. So anyway, yeah, I you know, do one of these deals where you turn just to look around and stuff. And, uh, and that was just, now I, I could turn, but towards the edges it hurt. Right, like if you would ask me to look extra far, it, it was pain that stopped it, and um, that's just how I lived. Right, like whatever. That's what next feel like nowadays. Cope, you know, live your life anyway. And I'm laying in bed on my belly, and uh, there's a TV behind me, and I'm like kind of on my elbows typing on my laptop. Right, something interesting happens on the TV, so I turn around like that, mm. and it it's like. <laughs> And it cracks, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's so much better. So I did it the other way, just like, like, yeah. go. And my neck's been, I, I adjusted. <laughs> yeah. I chiropracted myself. I really feel like I had a legit upgrade on my neck. You very easily could have. Like, like I haven't been in a while, but every time I go, I feel so much better. Because he, 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 I feel... I don't believe in a lot of the bullshit in chiropractic, but I definitely mm -hmm. know that there's places where there'll be a lot of pressure that needs to be relieved, or maybe things are out of place. And and he he my uh, he'll sh move my pelvis one way or another, so so my legs end up being the same length. And uh, whenever I would leave the chiropractor, I would feel so much better. Yeah, I, it's like I'm super skeptical of some of the claims, like oh your your one leg's two inches longer than the other. I'm like really that. It just it's almost seems like one of those fitness bands, right? We have you ever taken the test for the fitness band? They're like, press against me now, and you're all off balance. And then they do something just subtly different, and now you're like four times stronger because you've got the band on. I'll have to show you a video or something, like how the how they trick people. And um, people I, I respect, like you remember Bash? He works at Twitch now. He, he was always doing comebacks and cut. <laughs> um, he completely believed in his fitness band. And, and you couldn't convince him otherwise because he took the test in person and could feel the difference. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like some of what chiropractors do is is that. Like, lay you on your belly, show you how your legs are different lengths, do an adjustment, this time they're the same length. I feel like they're controlling the length almost, like, in my head. I don't think so. I, like, 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 I can, like, because I, I can feel it now. Like, if I stand, one of my legs is definitely longer than the other one. Like, like. I have to shift my weight from leg to leg before I, you know, one leg gets tired, the other one doesn't. But after that, like, it's fixed, and I feel like they're the same again. And, and he can always feel. He's like, oh yeah, it's this one. It's gonna be the left one. Watch, and it'll be the, it will be the left one. And I know Kitty's the same way. And and Kitty has that thing where like, her joints often come out of place and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so so like her pelvis will be. Uh, I, I the the physical therapist has shown me how to do it now to like adjust so her legs are the same length again. Hmm. So I th I think that's legit. Um, the neck stuff, 
I know some, my girl, my ex-girlfriend could never relax when he like would go to do her neck, but I would just completely relax. And, I, and my, I'm, I'm like, really crank it, doc. Let me have it. And he would like, like all the way around and it would just feel so good every time. I, I love it. Hmm. There's a chiropractor on YouTube and he helps people in bad shape. And uh, it, it has to be real. Like it has to be real. Like it, th these guys, and I think you know he cherry picks the cases that are very treatable by chiropractic. You know, like it, I'm sure there are people who come in there with colds and you know, whatever. But these guys need chiropractic adjustment to get better, and he puts those up, and it's really impressive. He's like changing lives. These guys, you know, those mm, they cool. help straighten them up and stuff. I watched some YouTube videos to figure out how to do my neck myself because I wasn't mm. exactly sure how to do it safely and not. You know, paralyze like like paralyze myself over here, like, mm -hmm. like be playing games with my tongue or something. Like, <laughs> I don't want that. But like after a while, like I can really crank that thing now both I, ways. When I was a kid, I used to grab my chin like this and pull it, yeah. and I could crack it reliably. But I don't want to mess with it anymore. Plus, it my jaw would get, it, like my neck would get adjusted, but my jaw would get fucked up. And yeah, that's how I do mine. I I get the whole thing like this and uh huh the side and both ways and like a lot of crunching and popping going on back there. Hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. I wish I could. Yeah, I'd like a good chiropractor in Raleigh. Maybe. Go. Do it. Do it. Get the, I, I, I can't wait to get the glasses because I, I really do feel like you've been, you know, under some degree of tension your entire life. Yeah. Uh, making, making that tunnel. I, uh, yeah. Bringing the two images together. And even I'm looking at the, whatever, I think my vision's deteriorated somewhat. So that'll be nice when I can, when life is just easy and, clear i remember I, I got glasses a while ago my vision was probably better at the time call this like 10 years ago but uh everything got sharper and i was like eh, i don't like this like the world looks too harsh the world looks too like all these angles are aggressive looking like, it, <laughs> like <laughs> you wanted to be a little blurry <laughs> yeah yeah like Smooth the edges out exactly i was like you know world's just a little happier when everything's blurry you know everything was just yeah, so I, I preferred my uh, blurry vision to That's the <laughs> to the corrected stuff. Yeah, yeah but but yeah. Well, I, I, I um if if I were you, I'd definitely be looking forward to getting those glasses. We have an eyeglass sponsor. I wonder if like I don't know. I'd rock their glasses if if they have something that uh, that fits me right. Yeah, they do that whole thing where they send you five frames and you send back the ones you don't want. That's right. Maybe I'll go through them. I like the idea. So I don't recall their, their name offhand. Warby Parker words. or something very close to yeah, that. Yeah, like Warby Parker. That sounds right. I'm looking. That's exactly what it is, Warby Parker. Yeah. So, um, huh, maybe I'll check that out. I also struggle, like, Hope has very modern-looking glasses. And, uh, and they look good and it's right and everything. But when you hit a certain age, it's like, yeah, you're not supposed to have fluorescent green frames. <laughs> no to you. <laughs> like you, you're faking or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, like glasses are one of those, like I feel like my, I don't know. I feel like you look very silly if you have the wrong glasses. Like I, I found that those Oakleys, those big old school Oakleys, I think those look so lame. Like I, I would never wear those. Like I, the glasses that I got, um, I feel like look good on me, and they're the only ones that I feel like look look normal on me, and don't One, make me look like some like bubble eyed X Men or something. At twenty nine, 
you're only just starting to have any kind of gap between you and like very current trends. But what I've discovered, you know, what I think is the nicest look is kind of frozen in what was popular when like my age group determined this sort of thing. Do you, do you like framed or frameless or thick framed? Um, <laughs> it's funny. So I actually think like, uh, they're not popular, but like a turtle shell sort of semi round sort of thing would look good, wow. but they're not popular right now. Uh, I, I like could go square. with a Wayfair type deal. Maybe is that, does that make any sense to you? Yeah. Um, like I don't that. Know that, I don't know if you should though. Right. I, I those aren't, I, that's not one of my preferred styles. Um, yeah, I really don't know what to get. I, I feel like I need the right person holding my hand saying like, like, like yeah, someone who sells frames all day, every day and says, all right, for your face, you know, and for this year, this is where you should be. Uh, this is a great, you should tell Chiz to hit up Warby Parker again, see if they want to do another week. And maybe, maybe the way we do it is you order five frames and you try them each on, on the show, the show picks your new frames, And it's a great, uh, great way to promote Warby Parker and, Get you some glasses. That sounds like a win for everyone involved. Yeah, and I would like the feedback too. Yeah, maybe they give you some free glasses. Yeah, that sounds nice as well. <laughs> so, um, huh. Yeah, I think that's a clever idea. You want to call it a show? Yeah, I think so. Um, if you want to play some uh, Call of Duty tonight, I don't know if, how busy you're going to be with that, with that data center mess. Uh, let me know. All right, thanks.